Thunderplump. Exploding toilet. Thunderplump. Exploding toilet. Frodo is Hello, oh, Kendall, here we are again. Here we are again. Like Groundhog Day, we're back, we're fat, we're tired. Well, we're not in a shameful way fat, but I am... No, pr- you know, I was we- saying it proudly. Oh, there you go. You don't have to say it proudly. We're not... <laughs> <laughs> now you I'm might as well... to become proud of it. Might as well be proud. You know, life is such a wacko, weird experience that... We can't all be deathly thin. We can't all. One day, do you think? Uh, you know, and I, I know what our answer would be. I think if there's a affordable, like Ozempic. Yes, Cliff. We'll all take it. We'll all take it. Okay. <laughs> Give it to me. Inject it into my veins. What is what? What is your price point for? affordable for like what kind of dose because you need a dose dosage for how long do you think before you well i guess it depends on how much weight you need to lose right i mean i would i couldn't pay much for it I'd ha- i was hoping insurance might cover it <laughs> although maybe i mean it might in some cases eventually. it just depends on when we're diagnosed with diabetes that we can turn it in for insurance well uh, uh, let's see how long is this show? One hour? Okay, an hour and fifteen minutes. Then uh, I could probably get that diagnosis. But uh, not kidding. Wish it was a joke, folks. But uh, no, I'm thinking if I uh, listen. Okay, let's let's drop that real quick. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say I've recently spent a stupid amount of money on something that I'm sure is worthless. But I'll tell you about that at some point in the distant future. And But th- this is what I, uh, caused me to think of that, my recent uh, expenditure, because I, you know, a year or so ago, Kendall, I don't know if you remember this, but you had a baby. And I do somewhat remember that. <laughs> with the baby, you know, it causes me to think, and uh, in most cases, love and dance with joy when I think about my own life and how I don't have a baby mouth to feed I don't have a dog's mouth to feed or doo-doo to pick up from the yard and I don't even have a plant to water well Kendall I've been seriously thinking lately about getting a plant can you could you see me as a plant person Cliff that's a that's a big commitment that's a big commitment I've gone so far as to put one into my shopping cart on this uh, plant website that keeps running into my Instagram ads. It looks great. looks like a great deal. (laughs) And you only have to water it like once a month because, Kendall, the pot does the rest. Well, Cliff, I'm just going to tell you that having been a person that has been through the allure of wanting to get a plant, don't do it. 
Oh, this is the father, not father of the year talking. I think that I'm... Uh, I'm talking plants. I'm talking plants. I'm talking not, plants. Not babies, plants. I have yeah. killed I every I plant I've ever had. Well, these purport to be, you know, you thrive in low light. You water it once a month. The pot does the rest. So I'll let you know that I have not bought it. We can't I, wait. I, we want to follow the, the, the journey here on the show. It's a journey. Listen, this year, we. this is... Our year that we're going to become more like days of our lives because of all the things going on. <laughs> we're going to be going and, on journeys. Come along with us. <laughs> this is one journey. Because I've gone so far, like I said, as to put one in the shopping cart. But when it came to shipping, it said ex- like extra winter shipping charges. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll wait till the spring thaw uh, when that's not on there. Uh, but I will. So stay tuned, listeners. We Listen, I know that our jaws dropped when Kendall entered into the fatherhood. Imagine me being a plant dad. Could you imagine? I have to get it one of those stickers for the back of my SUV. One of those events, it, it was way more shocking, and I'll let you decide which one. <laughs> plant dad. <laughs> hashtag plant dad. Uh, oh, it, listen. Oh, gosh, listeners. I, <laughs> I for the last 15 years, I thought, have, I, I'm never going to evolve, but this is a huge evolution, well, guys. That I just, I'm even consi- that I'm considering a plant. I'm just glad that I sell moon water that you can water your plant with because you're going to need it to revive it once it's going downhill. Oh, no, because then if it starts going downhill, I'll just use that app that I've also seen advertised where you just take a picture of it and it tells you exactly what's wrong with your plant and how to fix it. (laughs) Add some coffee grounds, (laughs) root rot, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, Cliff, I meant to tell you, I know that you always joke about me being a big TikTok person but (laughs) i saw one of the best videos the other day that has truly ever been made in cinema social media anywhere it was a video a dog's house the movie that i made called a dog's house okay this is the second best thing i've ever seen okay uh it was kermit the frog dressed as frank furter singing rocky horror picture songs it was the best thing i've ever seen i think i downloaded i'm i'm gonna have to share it with you later but it is the best. Uh, don't do you feel like there's an upswing at all? I might be delusional in <laughs> in Muppet fandom. Like it's maybe it's going up. Yeah, yeah. With the you know, with, because every year I I hear and see more and more online about the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Every year yeah. it's gotten more and more to where this past year they re- they released the Funko Pops of it even. Yeah, I think just people real everybody realized that it's the best adaptation. It is, and so I'm hoping that that will somehow parlay. Of course, Disney's so stupid, and Hulu is so dumb. All this this whole all the monopolies are just so awful. So probably not, but I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, won't could, wouldn't this be good to parlay into like a new like Muppet version of something? The way you know, yeah, absolutely, of anything, a Muppet version of anything, uh, <laughs> literally anything. Throw a dart at a book in the library <laughs> and adapt it. Okay, I've been watching uh, like YouTube videos of like the Muppet like you know backgrounds and stories of the puppeteers and. 
and all the great things. And they were they were talking about all the different iterations of things over the years and Christmas Carol. And I just I do I feel like people are getting getting back into it and like the whole uh, Jim Henson history. And so I'm I'm hoping that. We get more and more Muppet stuff. It makes me, of course, think of, uh, I look back and I wonder how the years and I survived. I had a mother who sang to me an honest lullaby. Hi, 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 hi. And remember you know, from that song that I saw on the Muppet show where I was thinking about the baby, Kendall, going to college. That is one thing that I wouldn't have to worry about as a plant dad <laughs> my, my plant leaving me going off to college i don't know cliff you never know like you remember that plant from little shop <laughs> it could destroy the world i think we could all agree at this point that that's the best case scenario for me going out <laughs> and the world bring it on that it's a plant-based armageddon you have just witnessed all right cliff we're not that's talking not even about what plants. we're talking about kid no. oh which but I hate to do this now at this point in the show, but what what'd you do last night, Kendall? <laughs> what did I do last night? Uh, Remember how I said I was going to bring that back, like Regis and Kathy Lee, yeah, Rosie I, O'Donnell, and John I was Dean. hoping you forgot. Um, no. Because I don't remember what I did. Well, you start us out with what you did last night. Well, see, here's an example of it was not an eventful night, and I'm not going to recount the entire plot of a movie that I watched. I'll just say that I had a murder she wrote night at home. It was one of those cozy nights on the couch and in which I watched one of if not if not maybe the best episode of Murder She Wrote. It's one season 2 where Jessica goes to teach a class at a women's prison and there's a riot and a lockdown Ooh. and Jessica and the warden are taken hostage. And I won't say any more except to say it's streaming right now on Peacock, y'all. So why don't you get there? It's in season two. It's and as if that's not enough. Adrian Barbeau, Lily Munster, and Jan Brady are all in it. So tell me, when you think about misogyny, there's something misogynistic about that episode not having you know, uh, some sort of monument to it in Hollywood. Well, everything in Hollywood is misogynistic, so there you go. It's awful. It's just awful. It's awful. Kendall, what'd you you do last night, Kendall? Well, Cliff, I, you know, I can't remember everything I ate. That's what I was struggling with. I I do know that there were biscuits involved. <laughs> like you know, when you get to the point when you're like, I just need something else, and you look and you can't find anything, and you're like, I'll just make some biscuits. <laughs> I'll just make some biscuits. And I had well, them with butter yeah. and jelly because it was like something sweet. Um, is but let me tell you, it was a bad plan from the beginning because <laughs> I woke up this morning and I had extreme like acid reflux, and I thought, mm. and and at that moment I was like, why did I eat a biscuit last night? So I can't even remember what I had for dinner. All I remember is the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say that very recently I've gone through a big biscuit phase myself, Kendall. And I thought you looked like you were going through a biscuit phase. Because I've turned into a, an a uncooked can of biscuits. It's just right after you pop it. That's if what my body looks like. Ni- if we were a nice, firm biscuit, like even we were <laughs> like a little kill. bigger and firm, but we're we're the the doughy, fluffy biscuit. Oh my God! I want to be one. Of, I want to be the golden brown top, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm the uncooked dough, fresh from the can. 
But Kendall, that is, see, that's perfect. We did it. Perfect. We did it. We did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My 15, 16 years into the show, I officially feel like we have become Regis and Kathy Lee. So that does bring us to the rest of the show, which is a countdown of films. You know, we went to film school, guys, so it's not as though we're just two yokels doing a countdown of movies. We are uh, what diplomaed, uh, diplomaed film yokels. experts. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, why not count down the top ten movies from a year that I cannot believe is twenty five years ago. 1999. Kendall, we're going to count down movies like it's 1999. Why not? I don't know. I, I got nothing why. better to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. we are. We're not doing anything else. It was a good year for movies. It was a very good... Oh, my God. When I was 17, it was a very good year. And I'll be goddamned if it wasn't 1999 when I was 17. Can you believe that song has come true? And now mm-hmm. I'm in the autumn of the year. I'm not going to go on. Uh, Kendall, what, the, so many things sprang to mind. So many moving coming-of-age moments about myself when I looked over this list of movies from 25 years ago. (laughs) Did the same thing happen to you? Was it a moving experience? I'll tell you what it was. As I went back through it, and I was like, that was in 99? (laughs) That was in 99? So that it, it was a moving experience in that way. A bowel-moving experience. I was on the toilet. <laughs> well, Kendall, I wish that you would flip a... What's... I don't even know. What was 90s... We, I don't know what 90s slang is because I probably still say it without even thinking. But just flip a space coin. An awesome space coin. All an right. awesome. Make it an awesome one. <laughs> bitch, bitch, All right. Bitch, yeah, that, that bitch. just just yell profanities at each other. All right. Call it, Cliff. <laughs> Call it asshole. I want a head. Give me some heads. You got a head, Cliff. Oh, shit. All right. Well, there were a lot of... There were a lot of really good movies, I think. Well, I mean, many. Many. There were many. Enough for a great marathon, anyway. So, 99, I don't even know where to begin, but I guess I'll have to begin... Somewhere. So I'm going to begin here. Number 10. This is a movie that I was like, that was a 99? (laughs) No, not really. i just kidding. (laughs) I was like, me too. This is a movie that is, there there should be more like it. You know, 99 had some very interesting movies. Even some that we probably won't get even around to mentioning. But there were... They were a little bit weird. They were a little bit out there. There was still some of that independent spirit out there. Whereas everything today feels like, you know, a conglomerate has come up with it. But this movie, Kendall, I know that I graduated from high school in 99. And you were a junior. 
right? So yep. you were still you were in high school the whole year. Yep. I was only in there for half the year. Then I was a college boy. But anyway, Kendall, this was a movie about high school. And something that we actually won in film school. Speaking of film school, an election with Matthew Broderick. And the wonderful, this is, uh, she'd been around, but this was her big moment in the sun to shine and rise up and say, hello world, my name is Reese Witherspoon, when she played Tracy Flick in Election. Do you remember this? I do remember it. You might think it upset me that Paul Metzler had decided to run against me, but nothing could be further from the truth. He was no competition for me, it was like apples and oranges. I had to work a little harder, that's all. You see, I believe in the voters. They understand that elections aren't just popularity contests. They know this country was built by people just like me who work very hard and don't have everything handed to them on a silver spoon. Not like some rich kids who everybody likes because their fathers own Metzler cement and give them trucks on their 16th birthday and throw them big parties all the time. No, they don't ever have to work for anything. They think they can just all of a sudden one day out of the blue waltz right in with no qualifications whatsoever and try to take away what other people have worked for very, very hard their entire lives. No, didn't bother me at all. Remember it well, oh. it was a great movie. It was a great one. Alexander Payne, I think is who it is. He's still making movies today. But to him, I say... Still at it. Weird them up a little. Make them a little bit more eccentric. Crank them to 11. We need the weirdness. We're there for... We come for the weirdness. Well, that's why we buy the tickets, guys. And then I go, I have to tell the 12-year-olds, the movie should have started 10 minutes ago. I'm 40... Oh, oh my goodness, boy. dear. We, we have some terrible news. Oh, no. We were asked to pet set Charles the Contractor's pet. Oh, and the worst possible outcome has happened, boys. Oh, no. Oh, dear, we, we seem to have lost the pet, dear. We, we're terrible at our job. Such a breach of etiquette. Oh, we've lost it. But that's it. You had to, Is that it in that little box that you're holding? Though, it, oh yes, dear. This this is the animal. Yes, we lost it in the sense that it now deceased, boys. Oh no! Oh. I'm afraid we were feeding his pet rat some cheese, and oh, the cheese had expired. Oh no, my! Oh, the cheese that was in the refrigerator. I hope I didn't. Oh, I that. hope not. Maybe, of course, my body's you know eighty billion times bigger than the size of a rat. So I probably could eat a bunch of poison. What are we going to do about the rat? Uh, Well, what about going to the pet store? They have that big pet store over and smack over. They have all these different kind of rats. Why don't you know that it'll only take a while to go over there? I mean, Charles Contender, he's probably not due back soon, is he? Uh, Cliff, I I was over there last just a couple days ago to get dog food, and they said all sold out of rats. Oh, that's terrible! Oh, oh, oh yes, and Charles the contractor, he, he's gonna be back in an hour, boys. He was at Wait, the truck stop. Let me let me see that rat. Oh, yeah, you look at it. Can you get a good look? Oh, you know this looks just like one of those rats that are always walking around behind the building. Oh, that's probably where he got this rat. You should just get one of those. Like try to see if you can find the <laughs> one that. Like, it's similar. I would say know. definitely that's where he got it. And he was probably, 
you know, I mean, he got it, I know, because he was trying to wear it under his hat to see if it could teach him how to cook. And oh, it, do, you, do you think he would notice? Oh, oh, we've got to take the chance. Let's he let's won't. leave the corpse in here with Candle, since he knows so much about it. And you and I will go out back Thank into you. the alley and start looking for a replacement, sugar lump. Oh dear! We'll, we'll be right back. We'll bring in another rat to see if it matches. We'll be back in a oh, moment. Yes. We, okay. Quite fine. Could you open the door for us, dear? We're looking for rats. Oh, we'll get some peanut butter. Ooh, I'll take some peanut butter. <laughs> we already caught one rat. It's name's Candle. <laughs> uh, I'm like that rat that. Remember Beekman's World? That show? Yes. In the '80s, remember the the rat that was on there? His like sidekick. Yeah. That that would that would be me as the rat. Um, all right, Cliff, moving on up the ladder. <gasps> moving up, Kendall Groovy. Moving oh. on up to number nine. Ooh, <laughs> Doesn't it seem like Groovy should have been slang from the nineties? It wasn't, I don't think. But it should. That's like seventies, isn't it? But it feels like at this point they 60s. both are so long ago. That it feels like, did Marsha Brady so. say it? Did You know, she definitely said it in her movies in the 90s. So, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Cliff, that's not it. No. Number oh, I nine. Wish. No, no Brady movies that year. This movie, and I, I think we've talked about this before, but I can't remember. I think you loved it as well. But uh, this movie is hilarious. It, uh, is, it's got a little bit about movie making, which, you know, the plus, because we were film students, as you spoke of before, it has one of the funniest funny men of all the funny men, Steve Martin. I'm talking Bowfinger. Last night, I read a screenplay that every studio in town is going to want. Watch me. Masterpiece. Watch me. Tell them the title. I got it. Chubby Rain. What? Chubby Rain. Tell them why. You'll see it. The aliens come down to Earth in the raindrops. Yeah. Making the raindrops chubby. Aliens in the raindrops, chubby rain. It's a great one. It is. I thought we, we talked about that before, we haven't did. we? We did. You know, somebody is flipping back in their diaries and saying, well, Cliff and Kendall, it was on this such and such countdown. And I don't remember which one, but it bears repeating. We'll just leave it at that. There, it's bears. But it's hilarious. It was made in '99. Eddie Murphy also is so good. Yes, in- yes, yes. It's, it's great. I need to watch that. Chubby again. Rain. That's the movie that they're trying to make gorilla style. Yeah, Chubby Rain. Chubby Rain. Chubby Rain. <laughs> God, I, I feel a nine-minute song coming on, guys. I was sitting back waiting. I thought you were going to go into a huge <laughs> version of Chubby Rain. Never meant to cause you any sorrow. Number eight is a movie. I almost thought that you were talking about this one for a moment. For a moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing a different song about a moment. <laughs> Life didn't seem so bad for a moment. Kendall, for a moment get real um, mad at the Oscars. I am I'm going <laughs> to snub the Oscars this year and forevermore until somebody great that I can't ignore hosts 
or they just have a cam on Timothy Chalamet's hair, just in the corner of the screen the whole time. <laughs> um, just Timothy's uh, hair right. cam. You know they. You know, did you see this? They had all these shots going around of him and Kendall Jenner from the Golden Globes because they were like sitting real close, like real, looking real lovey dovey at oh, each other. Uh-uh. Which I think it's funny because why wouldn't he date like the hottest socialite? That's like dating one of the Gabor sisters in the '60s, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. rigueur, everybody. But you know, I, I think it would been an, it would have been less intrusive if it had just been from the back focusing on his hair. Then we you know it, we wouldn't have been able to you know read their lips or all this. So anyway, that is to say, what was all that to say? This is a movie. I don't know. <laughs> that I thought. Oh, Wonka. Why were none of the Willy Wonka songs uh, eligible? Like, they're not eligible, but they, none of them made the shortlist for best song from the Oscars. I don't know. They, what what was the what were the nominees? The nominees haven't come out, but f- weirdly they released some sort of fifteen oh. song list of ones that were eligible to be nominated. And I don't mean I don't know that that means somehow it was disqualified or just like they had a big long list and they whittled it down to this 15 and somehow we know it, you know, (laughs) but I can't imagine that they were, that they were really disqualified. Like they didn't, you know, make the rules. And so to not even do one, I smell something fishy. Something's fishy. It's not chocolate. No. Don't you think that's odd? (gasps) Yeah. I think, I think there's definitely some great songs in there. Well, yeah, that was for this year's Oscars, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that doesn't make much sense. I think it's... Uh, no, and the more I listen to the soundtrack, the, the more I'm... It's, they're all great, you know? Yeah. Come with me anyway. and you'll be in a world of pure bull... bull, 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 bull. So I'm snubbing the Oscars, and I also want to say, I just... I hate... Oh, I just want to say... Oh, <laughs> We all know that Ryan Gosling should win the Oscar for Ken. We all know that. This is known throughout the land, (laughs) far and wide. Obviously, he should win. He's been nominated several times before. As what performance it was, there was nothing comparable. And if he loses... Especially if he loses to Robert Downey Jr. For some reason, that really cheeses me off. <laughs> and so the, the, I, I just can't even imagine the, my tirades against the Oscars. If you if, if you've had enough of them already, and if whoa. he doesn't win, just listeners, you better get ready. You better get ready because I, I won't only be talking about Jake Gyllenhaal snubs. But anyway, Kendall. Speaking of 1999, baby's first. Snub. That was the year. This is not the next film, but that was the year of October Sky, one of Jake's first big oh. movies, his first leading role, his first time being brutally snubbed. It's by his first snubbing the Oscars. Yeah. So I just I couldn't. That was one of those pivotal Wonder Years moments of looking back at the year's oh, movie scandal. Yeah. When I saw that. Anyway, that brings me, of course, to number eight, which is uh, you said something. It was a little bit funny, that feeling inside. You know, it was funny and then it was heartwarming and then it was interesting. And this one was actually about a real person. And it was speaking of snubs. 
This was a big fucking snub to Jim Carrey when he played Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon. Yep, that was a, a great one. I, I did, I had that on my, my short list. A great one. I actually think, of course, you know, I always have to point out when I saw things in the theater. And I, going through the list, I saw many. I was like, yep, saw that, saw that. Rivergate 8, Cinema North. And <laughs> then I, I think that in the, the when Man on the Moon came out, for some reason, I think I saw, I do think I saw it twice at least. At once with my mother and once with my father, which is maybe the only movie that that ever happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember like where I first saw it, but it was it was great. I can't believe that's ninety nine either. Yeah, yeah, an excellent one, Kendall. If you believe <laughs> they put Cliff and Kendall on the moon, Cliff and Kendall on the moon. What they do, what they die, stick a needle in your eye. Let's get some straight, people. I play a lot of the big showrooms in Vegas. I need this place like I need a shotgun blast to the face. Now let's go down and meet some of the audience. All right. Hey, how y'all doing? Where are you from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa! Somebody's wearing a lot of perfume around here. Must be that time of the month. On the moon. to go to the moon. Two, that, four, the moon. Number seven. This movie. Well, actually, you know, we love pretty much anything that's made by this director, at least all the early stuff. We like it when it's a little bit more dark and foreboding and scary and something we can watch at Halloween and it fits in with all our other movies. And this movie I watch every Halloween. I love it. I'm talking, of course, of the Headless Horseman himself. From Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Is that one you watch every year? He's the most. I watch it often. I will say, yeah. Usually, huh. it's in it's in my long list. You know, Kendall. There's only a few that I can truly say that I watch every single year. But it is one that I often have in the mix. Wolfram was a Hessian mercenary sent to these shores by German princes to keep Americans under the yoke of England. But unlike his compatriots who came for money, the horsemen came for love of carnage. When battle was joined, there you'd find him. The only thing, do you feel that maybe Christina Ricci is too young for Johnny Depp? Yeah, that for sure. Um, I mean, that's how they did it back then, Cliff. I mean, that's not untrue, and if it was a movie about Jerry Lee Lewis instead of Ichabod Crane, then you couldn't really avoid it. But yeah. that's that's my only criticism, although I like them both. You know, there's nothing... I'm not against either one. Yeah. But, of course, we I always felt that it would have been Winona Ryder, but she couldn't for some reason. Yeah, she the, you know? Or, um, or the studio wouldn't let her... Or for, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. That was always my inner emotion. I love that Christopher Walken is the Headless Horseman. I just think that's the best. That's the oh, best. Oh, he's casting. great. He's great. There you have uh, it. Oh, God. You have. Uh, Forgive us. We just wanted to check this rat really quick if he matches oh, yes. Charles. Look, look and see. Look, Candlebower. Hold it. Hold it upon oh, both sides. Here you go. Here you go. 
Oh, look, he's missing that oh, white spot. No. It's very close, yes. though. Yes. Oh, and it seems that this one is missing a toe. Oh, dear, we'll take this one back outside. We gotta oh, check. Yes. We gotta keep checking. Oh, oh. oh, so. I think that rat pooped while it was in here. Well, somebody did. Kendall, but that only makes me say to myself, not what a wonderful world, but what the food? What the food? I have some food questions for you oh. that have they have me saying, what the food? I thought you said, I have some food for you. I got excited for No, no, no. Kendall, Rice-A-Roni, Captain Crunch, and Life Cereals are all food brands that PepsiCo acquired as part of their 2001 purchase of what company? Mm, that General Mills? Generally, no. Kendall, Ooh. this was... I can't imagine... I didn't know that they were so religious. The Quaker Oats Company. Oh. Oh. Quaker oh, Oats. I oh, would not have put that together. Quaker Oats. You know, Richard Nixon was a Quaker. He is not a crook. <laughs> no, but he was a Quaker. But he was a Quaker. Cliff, what tasty dessert was served at the very first Olympic Games? And I'm not talking about the ones in modern history. I'm talking about all the way back in ancient times, in ancient Greece. Oh, uh, probably yogurt. No, but not too far off. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. (laughs) Thank you for being a friend. That's what I thought, yeah. They gave it to him for energy. I'm like, I don't know if that would help with energy for the game. <laughs> well, Kendall, they were all also naked when they... Oh, there you have it. Remember how they did the first games nude? Yeah. No wonder their ratings were so huge. <laughs> and it was all downhill from there. Kendall, it was, and we, of course, mean society and mankind. Kendall... Speaking of mankind, a subsidiary of Nestle, what frozen pizza brand has a name that means of the day in Italian? Do you want a hint? Yeah. Oh, bruschetta. No, Kendall. My my hint is it's not delivery. Oh, then it's DiGiorno. That's right, bitch. (laughs) That was too easy of a hint. I know I proved you wrong before. Um, All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Cliff, garlic is beneficial, obviously, to us. It's good for cardiovascular health. And what else? What is? Garlic. 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 Uh, warding off vampires. Well, no, not for our health. Lowering our cholesterol. Oh, no wonder mine's bottoming out because I've eaten so much of whatever that is. I've already forgot. <laughs> Listeners, when you're 42, you'll be quick to forget. I forgot. American Cone and Pretzel Company, Kendall. I could never forget them. Of the things I might forget, like whatever Kendall was talking about 36 seconds ago, (laughs) I will never forget the American Cone and Pretzel Company because that was the initial name of what snack brand founded in 1917 in Philadelphia Freedom that has been owned by Frito-Lay since the 60s. Follow that? No. Um, well, well American Cone... Uh, <laughs> Nostis. American Cone and Pretzel Company. What was, you know... Um, Hanover. 
No, but that's <laughs> very close. Kendall, oh, don't you remember the commercials where Jason Alexander would sell us rolled gold pretzels rolled in the 90s? I would have, I don't, that word would have never came up in my memory. <laughs> that one was rolled long gold? gone. No, I remember really? it. No, I remember it. I'm saying oh, okay. to pull that up from nowhere, I, I would have never gotten that. Oh, Kendall, you know, I just, I expect you to pull it up from nowhere. Well, you're going to be waiting for a while. Pull uh, it up. Which vitamin is the only one not found in an egg? Vitamin C. C! Woohoo! See, I said yes in Spanish. Oh, okay. C! That's why orange juice in an egg is part of your complete breakfast. Oh, there you as go. As they say. See, that's Everybody. why, remember all, all the c- commercials, it's like a bowl of Fruit Loops and an egg, so they can say, this is part of your complete <laughs> breakfast. They don't that egg's got everything you egg. need. This is just the sugar on the side. <laughs> right. This is your quick cheesecake-like energy <laughs> that you're going to get. But I'll never forget this either. Kendall, what American chain localizes its fare with offerings such as Turkish coffee in the Republic of Georgia and versions of its signature product stuffed with kimchi in South Korea and topped with fish flakes in China? McDonald's? No, Kendall, I'm talking about them double D's, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, Dunkin'. I should have said, do you want a hint? It's what America runs on. <laughs> How many burgers do McDonald's sell every second? 12,000. No. 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 75. That's a lot. It's a lot every second. I guess. Kendall, I have one more for you. Here it comes. I'll never forget it, you know. What cereal in an orange box is advertised as peanut butter cups for breakfast? Is it Kicks? Nick's. No. Nick's on the Kicks. Peanut butter cups for breakfast, Kendall, is Reese's Puffs. I was laughing because I thought this is absurdly oh. too easy. I thought, I th- wasn't there something else that was like peanut butter flavored puffs or something? Well, there was peanut, there's peanut butter Captain Crunch. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But probably Kicks, now Kicks may have had a peanut butter, but Kicks, it usually is just the straight corn flavor or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. I grew up eating the generic, so it was like peanut, you know, balls. <laughs> Some weird name. <laughs> you grew up dirty and you grew up poor. I eat peanut butter balls for breakfast. All right, Kendall, I'm done with the food in with you. I'm done as well. Um, 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 Number six. Um, 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 this. Oh, this is a movie that takes me back. And they need to make more of them like this. Maybe they do make some, but not enough. Where there's just incredibly handsome people on the screen. Like... Jude Law and back then Matt Damon and good old oh she didn't mean to hit that guy on the slopes Gwyneth Paltrow and in a little bit of a role Kate Blanchett Kate Blanchett when did we ever see her before this movie oh it's such a great it's a great story of this guy who's on vacation and he's just kind of pretending 
to be these things that it really wasn't. <gasps> but mostly what we did was we got the hots for Jude Law in this excellent film. It's, I mean, it could have been about us if it was called The Talented Cliff and then also Kendall, but it was actually called The Talented Mr. Ripley. Who's that? It's Tom. Tom Ripley. Tom Ripley? We were at Princeton together. Okay. Did we know each other? Hello. Uh, well, I knew you, so I suppose you must have known me. Princeton's like a fog. America's like a fog. Do you remember Talented this? Mr. Ripley. I, I'm trying to remember it. I, I don't know if I ever saw it. <gasps> so, oh, you should see it. It's really good. It's kind of a thriller. Because, I mean, you were as you were mentioning people in it, I was like, I just doesn't ring a bell. Oh, it's a I great movie. I mean, I know movie. the, I've heard the movie. I just like, I can't remember if I ever saw it. You know, the memory's just getting worse and worse. Oh, it's great. It's Matt Damon. He sort of ingratiates himself to this couple, which is Gwyneth Paltrow and Jude Law. And he he kind of, you know, comes on to both of them. And but like weird stuff goes on. It's very good. Talking about it, thinking about it, I need to watch it again. But it's an excellent movie. I saw it at least at least twice, guys, back in the 90s. Well, I will check it out. We're going to go to break, Kendall, because it's time. To, uh, you know, I've got to go, and they're looking for rats. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. New from the front. New from the side. New from the rear. Only Edsel has the sleek, clean line design that sets it apart from the lookalike cars. And it combines new looks with the newest V8 engines in the world, the big new Edsel 400 and the power-packed Edsel 475. And remember, of all the medium-priced cars, car for car across the board, the 1958 Edsel is the one that's new and the lowest price, too. So see your Edsel dealer. And now, whether you like it or not, Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Wonder how 
the years and I survived. I had a mother who sang to me an honest lullaby. Listeners, you have Cliff and Kendall who sang to you an honest lullaby. We're going to always keep it honest, Kendall. Let's vow. Let's make that vow in 2024. I'll keep it honest right now, Cliff. I just went out to help Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turner, Miss Snodbottom, look for a rat. Right. And I hate to tell you, break it to you, we had a huge rat problem. Oh, see, you also have to just change your perspective. You you are the one labeling it with that pejorative term problem. You could just say we have a huge rat population, and then that's not you know tinged one way nor t'other. No, they ate a hole into the storage closet and have eaten a whole side of food. We have a rat oh. problem. <laughs> well, I trust you. You know, you have a lot of, I wouldn't call them street smarts, but there's some kind of smarts. They're, you know, garage smarts. And you got some kind of smarts. <laughs> I, be- I believe you could construct something with some double layer chicken wire or something like that. But that's not what we're talking about, Kendall. We're... Actually, it feels like it's been 25 years in the making. We're counting down the top 10 movies of 1999. And we're at... Number five. (laughs) Number five. Five Alive. Number five. This movie, excellent. Oh. Excellent in every way. I loved this movie when it came out. I watched it countless times since I have dressed up as a character from this movie. Um, Just hilarious all around. It doesn't take place in your home or in a restaurant. It takes place in the office where all the things that day-to-day boring office life, you know, the, the humor that surrounds it and all the weird and wacky things that every workplace deals with. I'm talking... Office space. Make some space. Cliff, you got a case of the Mondays? <laughs> Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. I, I forgot. Mm, yeah. You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have the memo right here. I just uh, forgot, but uh, it's not shipping out till tomorrow, so there's no problem. Yeah. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. And uh, I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Okay? Yeah, no, I... I don't... (laughs) I have not seen it in so long. To be honest, as I... Didn't we pledge at one point to keep it real? Cliff, I hope that you keep it real. I want you to keep it real. <laughs> Our listeners want you to keep it real. Well, then, by gum, keeping it real. I believe, yeah, I feel like I'm in a Senate hearing here. To the best of my <laughs> recollection, I believe that I've seen Office Space once. I believe I watched it with you. I believe it was 20 plus years ago. And I have not seen it since. I don't. I, rem- I don't remember hating it by any means. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> loving it, but it, that could just be that I don't remember. It's been, it's as I said, 
It's been 20 plus years ago. Kendo, probably yeah. I was thinking, when is the Papa John's man going to be here? When, you know, I could have well, been preoccupied. Know, Cliff, it's probably been 10 years since I've seen it. So who knows at this point what it was like. But I used to watch it all the time. And I well, thought it was it's, hilarious. it's got a big cult following. I'm sure it's funny. It's Isn't it? Was, was it Mike Judge who did yeah. it? So, yeah. So, yeah. All I can so, say. Yeah. So, yeah. About number four is give me more. This is another one. They, I, I mean, you know, people try to make weird movies. Sometimes something weird comes out. It doesn't feel organically weird. Like that. Well, that was organic. That was weird. It was very weird. That reminds me a lot of a movie that came out. I need to watch this one. I got. We got to have a 25-year retrospecticus here in this Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse. Kendall, we you need to get your screen out or your big, you know, some Windex to clean off your really big computer screen, and we can. We need to put a marathon of these because they're so good. And this one is weird, and I got to watch it again. I think it maybe is Criterion. I think I might need to head on over to BarnesandNoble.com. And purchase it. Kendall, one day they'll do a movie called Being Cliff and Kendall. But until that time, we have the incredible film Being John Malkovich. Do you remember this? Yes. Welcome to the seven and a half floor of the Merton Flummer Building. As you'll now be spending your workday here, it is important that you learn a bit about the history of this famous floor. Hello, Don. Hello, Wendy. Don, I was wondering, do you know why our workplace has such low ceilings? It's an interesting story, Wendy. Many years ago, in the late 1800s, James Merton, an Irish ship captain, came to this town and decided to erect an office building. He called this building the Merton Flimmer Building after himself and someone else who local legend has it was named Flimmer. Well, one day old Captain Merton received an unexpected visitor. Captain Merton? I would want you girl child. I'm not a child, but rather an adult lady of miniature proportions. Well, see. Well, if it's charity you're after, be gone with you, you foul thing. I'm not asking for alms, Captain, but rather the ear of a kind man with a noble heart. Well, speak then if you must. Captain Merton, I'm afraid that the world was not built with me in mind. Doorknobs are too high, chairs are unwieldy, and high ceiling rooms mock. What a great one. John Cusack and Cameron Diaz. And uh, just, uh, oh, Catherine Keener is so good. It's, and of course, the man himself. John Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Kendall? Such a, you know, it's like certain movies you see in your life, you're like, I've never seen anything like this before. Yes. And that, yes. is, that is the feeling that you got when you watch that movie. And it's so rare that when you do have that feeling, it's just, it's so great and it's so fun. And it's it's so sad that you can only experience it the, the first time. Yeah. Because what, <laughs> I mean, what... Uh, they go, what? They there go you go. There's them. your 90 praise. I mean, what? whoa. And also, you know, <laughs> but just, you know, uh, 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 what, you know, a salute to these people for making an odd, a strange plot. You go through a hole in the wall and <laughs> you can peer through the eyes of 
actor John Malkovich, and then for after a while you are jettisoned onto the side of a freeway. I mean, come <laughs> on, Kendall. That's all I gotta say about being being Cliff and Kendall and loving these '90s movies. Loving them. Loving them. Loving them. All right. Loving them. Uh, so, oh, 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 we found another one. It's here in Mrs. Potter 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 Jones. Push, Bauer, Candy Bauer, look over at Charles's rat and see if we've found a match. Oh, uh, uh, I think that one's a completely different color. Oh, my goodness, dear, you're right. We were looking in the dark, and I'm afraid we might have missed it. He was a little darker than, than the other one. Well, and I hate that my eye went right there, but also if you take a look at the genitalia, you're going to see that it doesn't quite oh, goodness match dear. up. Well, this, we are way off on this one. We'll, we'll, we'll have to go trade him out Whoops. for a different rat. Oh, yes, my bowels Wait. are very upset about this one, Bauer. All right. Well, yeah, well, before you, before you go, hold on, before you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, we need we, to, you guys to stay in here for just a minute. Yeah, we have something we need to discuss with you. Oh, what is that, Bo? It can be anything as important as finding a replacement for Charles the Contactress Pet Rat. I can 1,000% assure you that it is. It's it hot is. subjects. Oh, my God, oh, these are so no. hot. <laughs> but okay, we have all a right. rat in my purse, dear. Well, it'll keep. Let's just say there's, that. There's some cheese in there. There's. <laughs> I hope it's not that same expired cheese that killed the no, first No, it was rat. cheese I was eating on earlier. It was, it was oh, fine. Oh, okay. Well, Kendall and everybody else, this is a subject so hot I can't believe we're talking about it on the air, but I'm powerless to suppress it. Here it is. <laughs> a teenager from Oklahoma <laughs> appears to have become the first person not to beat his meat, but to beat Tetris. Kendall, his name is Willie Gibson. I don't know if he's related to Willie Nelson or Mel Gibson, possibly both. He posted a video on YouTube, and it shows the moment when the classic video game crashes as he reaches iconic level 157. The the stunned 13-year-old gasps, Oh my God, I'm going to pass out. I can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my hands. I'm going to pass out. And he's trying to catch his breath. I'm, he's having a conniption fit. And he's like, I'm shaking so bad. And it took the teenager. Uh, he's a YouTuber, don't you know, like all the kids want to be. Kendall, I hate to break it to you unless there's some huge technological breakthrough in the next seven, eight years, which there could be. Technology's moving so fast these days. But barring something huge, your child will one day come to you one day soon and say, Dad, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. And you're going to have to say, okay, all right. I'm a podcaster, I'll so I can't have really a podcast judge. on top of it. <laughs> right. And, and so, you know, you can't judge because one day, Kendall, he's going to find the annals <laughs> of Cliff and Kendall coast to coast, hard as you may try to bury them. But anyway, Kendall, it's just been, it was a huge day for game heads everywhere when this game that has apparently never been beaten before, the classic Tetris. You know, Kendall, I'm not a big game head, but I got to say, one of the few things I ever do play. You betris. It's Tetris. Uh, well, I didn't know Tetris could be beat. I didn't know it actually ended. I thought well, it just kept going. Certainly, I have never come close to what this 
young teen well, has accomplished. What do you think about all this, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn? I'm afraid I'm not sure exactly what you're even talking about. <laughs> oh, I see something bulging in your purse, sugar lump. Oh, my. Oh, dear, it looks like he's got a hold of the, the toilet water. Uh-oh, I hope he doesn't get swallow your car keys or anything uh, like that. Well, hold on. I got another hot subject for oh. us all. All right. And this one, I, I'm going to warn you, this one's hot. Oh, no. Um, so... A customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against a Dunkin' Donuts. He claimed he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of the coffee chain's locations <laughs> in Florida. He is seeking no. more than $100,000 in a lawsuit, uh, claiming that he suffered severe and long-term injuries following an explosion of a toilet in the men's room in Winter Park, Florida, a year ago. The explosion left him covered in human feces, urine, and debris, and he walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers or the store manager, according to the lawsuit. Now, I I tell you, there I've read this entire story. It never tells you why the toilet exploded. I think they buried the lead, in my opinion, but I, everything about this story, like, it's insane. Oh, well, I hate to think of anyone being covered in feces, boy. Oh, my. What a terrible ordeal for that poor man. Oh, no. That's, I mean, I agree with that. I can't, uh, what, what happened? There's a story there, to quote. Yeah, toilets just don't accidentally explode. (laughs) They don't, they don't get, uh, I have something else hot over here, Kendall. This is hot. Hot, hot, hot. Michigan's Wayne State University. Anybody out there listening went to Wayne State University? We'd like to say hello, a special hello to you if you're listening. This university, they released uh, their annual list of long-lost words, quote-unquote long-lost, that are due for a comeback. Kendall, uh, don't call it a comeback, but they want to because they've found some old words that they think should come back and here's a few of them uh let's see the other some of them i one of them i feel like we hear all the time now but one of them is blather skype <laughs> maybe blather skype that's a person who talks at great length without making much sense oh well, we there's, know one of those there's kerglaf that's the shock felt when a person plunges into cold water. This is the, the next well, the next two almost. The next one, they say dollop has gone out of favor. Don't you hear dollop? Uh, it's in a commercial. Dollop Do a, a dollop daisy. a daisy. Right. Yeah. So they, they say it's a you know, I mean, obviously it's a shapeless mass I or blob I personally use something. dollop in my own personal vocabulary. I do too. So that that's the one that I'm thinking. Maybe clipping into where maybe we're just so far ahead of the curve. We're so ahead of our time. Uh, other words, petrichor. That's the pleasant smell that frequently accompanies the first rain after a long period of warm and oh, dry weather. That's a good one. Pettifogger, an inferior legal practitioner, and thunderplump. A heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm. Thunderplump. Yeah, I call something else a thunderplump. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my bowels. Oh, my. There it I'm is. just so afraid of Charles the Contractor being disappointed in a sugar lump for letting his poor pet rat pass away. 
No, dear, I know. We're just such terrible pet sitters. Well, now, you know, you guys know, dying's part of living, you know. And it's in the Bible. And if you believe in a rat heaven and a rat savior, then his rat is going to... I just think maybe y'all want to phrase it like that when you tell well, Charles. Well, dear, you know, we absolutely do believe in the rat savior heaven. But I'm not sure if Charles does, so that's why we have to find another rat quickly. Wait, oh, I, well, hold on. I have one more hot subject for, oh, for us well, all. Oh, all right, Kendall, let I it out. Not, I could not pass by without sharing this one. Now, this is in the great state of Alabama. A man oh. crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. Oh, he stripped God. down to his birthday suit and plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store. The uh, uh, ordeal shocked all the shoppers, as one could imagine. <laughs> Uh, he was a 42-year-old man. Oh, see? <gasps> no, right. it was not me. It was not. <laughs> he did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. He left the water to yell at two officers and dove back into the aquarium. So, uh, where was Charles <laughs> on Tuesday night? <laughs> no, Charles wishes he was back to 42 again. But that oh, no. makes me think of that great TLC song. Don't go to Bass Pro Shops and stand naked under waterfalls. Remember that one? I do. It was a great hit. It's one of their biggest hits. No one should be, you know, without clothing in a store. That's very improper etiquette. Agreed. Agreed. We're all agreed on that one. We're all agreed. All right. Well, you guys can go back to your rat hunting. I think uh, that's all the hot subjects I've got for us. Yes. Oh, oh, sugar lump. Quickly, dear. Oh, yes, dear, before this, rat eats through my purse. Oh, watch the doilies. Watch the doilies. I I still, I want to know what happened with the toilet. (laughs) Right? I wanted more information. Uh, But, Cliff, we're actually going to continue on our our 1999 countdown. Oh, carry on my counting down, son. All right, Cliff. Uh, The number three. Now, this movie... I just think it's great. Uh, they, there's I'm, gl- a whole- I'm glad that at number three you think it's great since it is the third best film of 99. Well, because I don't even know. I don't know if you think it's great or have seen mm. it. I don't know. But I think it's great. Uh-oh. And uh, no, I'm not setting you up for any kind of uh, sadness. But there's a whole documentary about how much people love this movie. And I watched that documentary too. It's really great. But you know me growing up. I was a big old Star Trek fan, right? I do. And I was just, I just loved Star Trek. I just wanted to be the captain on the Enterprise. I thought it was so cool. And I made models of starships. I just, I was such a huge nerd. And I had a great time doing it. And when this movie came out, it was a love letter to all those old Star Trek shows. Oh, because it was. Oh, okay. It's coming around to it, it now, aren't you? See, look, look, at, look at the great buildup I'm giving. I, well, I was like, did Star Trek Generations come out in 99? I knew, I, knew I was, was throwing you off because I wanted you to be guessing the whole time, not know where I was headed with it. I didn't know. But no, this movie was a love letter because it was all about the stars on this old Star Trek-like show that... All of a sudden, aliens had been watching all their old movies, and they came back to Earth and said, we need you to come help save us. And they had to actually pilot the ship that they were TV stars on. It was brilliant. It's called Galaxy Quest. 
in the far reaches of the galaxy. A civilization is under siege. We are all that is left. They've searched the universe for a leader. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's Galaxy Quest. Never give up. Never surrender. He will save us. What a quest. Have, have you seen it and do you like it? I do remember liking it. I do. And I don't remember what countdown we talked about it on before. Well, the person with their diaries. Another one. There you go. It's Sigourney Weaver, right? Isn't that? Yes, Sigourney Weaver. Some other actors I don't love, or one actor I don't love. <laughs> but there's some other ones that are great. One of them keeps going, ooh. <laughs> Acting like heroes. The whole thing was just a misunderstanding. May not be enough. We want you know, anyway, Kendall. I just want to shout out a couple also notables. And also, I want to just get a quick class of '99 rules, class of 2000 rules. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, uh, we were the leaders of the new century. <laughs> the year 2000 is actually the last year of. Uh, well, money. hey, it said it on all our <laughs> rings and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What that says about the people who ordered those shirts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kendall, I want to just some fun ones from that year. There were several fun ones. Didn't we? We all we like Toy Story 2. That was great. We do uh, love it. So it's a bit. This one is a little bit falling out of favor now, but. I thought back then I thought it was great and it certainly made me look at things like plastic bags in a new light. American Beauty was that <laughs> year. And um, Idle Hands, that's a fun one. Notting Hill, Kendall, I'm just a co-host standing in front of his co-host saying that Notting Hill came out 25 years ago. And also share in Tea with Mussolini. I know that my friend Heather and I went to see that. And go, 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 go. Yeah, Shagadelic, baby. Austin Powers, too. Oh, yeah. The spy who shagged me came out. And Kendall, that brings me to number two. This was another groovy film. No wonder things were so groovy. I know I want to say groovy was from the 90s because of. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> That's not but, groovy. <laughs> um, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> um, no, this one is another one that was set back in the times of yore, and the times of yore being the 70s, and it was about two blondes who go to the White House. And I'm not, I don't mean the movie that should have been made, Romy and Michelle go to the White House and become co-presidents of the United States mm -hmm. of America. But this is about the two girls who helped unwittingly take down the Quaker himself, Tricky Dick, in Dick. Do you remember this Dick oh, movie? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> I'll take care of it. I've got a way with young people. They trust me. They knew he was big. Call me Dick. Guess what happened up? They knew he was powerful. How would you two be interested in being official White House dog walkers? What do you think? 
and they thought they could trust him. Who the hell are you? Oh, why were they shredding all that paper? Paper mache is a hobby of mine. But that was before they learned that... Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams, both still relevant today, as relevant today as they were 25 years ago. Did you realize these are the like leading ladies of Hollywood? They've been around for 25 fucking goddamn years. My God. God? That's insane. But it's such a fun one. So funny and wonderful. And uh, again, we got to add it to the list of this marathon we're going to have here in the store. Yes. Got to watch it. Oh, and that's not a trick. It's not a trick, but number one is quite the treat. Number one, it is a treat, (laughs) Kendall. I love how you worked in the trick or treat. Well, you got to. But um, I'm a professional. But I have to say a few honorable mentions as well. Sam. The uh, the Sixth Sense, the one that really threw you for a loop. That was a great oh, one. Oh, I see um, fat people. Cliff, analyze this with the incomparable <laughs> Billy Crystal. You can't compare him at all. No. And the out-of-towners. <laughs> I, you, uh, we, uh, oh, we are just still so the same people. Right? Let's go see uh, witty adult comedy starring Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn. <laughs> Not that it was like a witty adult comedy, but it, I'm sure I thought that it was when I went to see it and enjoyed oh, it. Oh, we were real witty. Kendall, there's one other Wonder Years moment that I wanted to share with you and the listeners about 99 that came to me. As an epiphany, when I was looking at this list of films, it came to me, 99 was the year of the big switchover for me. (gasps) Films in 98, like Hope Floats, Out of Sight, Practical Magic, I bought those on VHS tape. And some of them later replaced on DVD. But these movies from 99 were the first batch that I bought first on DVD. Movies like Election and Being John Malkovich, Man on the Moon, Talented Mr. Ripley. The copies in my DVD library now are the very copies that I got 25 years ago, or probably 24 years ago. But isn't that we're- fascinating? Can you believe we're old enough to be like, you know, we bought DVDs when they first came out. Like, they were like, hey, here's DVDs. And we're like, we'll take one. We'll take one. I'll take a man on the moon, please. Well, you know, but I, what am I thinking? I'm like, oh, the first DVDs. The kids today are like, what are DVDs? Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're We're past the end of that era. We're, we're not even at the beginning of it. We're at the end. It's over. It's, it's not over. I, I know, but you know what I mean. For it is, but it's. I think that it would stay around like a vinyl kind of. Like there are going to be connoisseurs. Well, we will want, always buy them, but I panic I all the time that they're just going to be like, you know what? <laughs> Never. Mind. Are you just oh, going to be able too. to get online only? You know. Me too, but it, so many. You know, but we're also at a crux of where a lot of things online are kind of falling apart, and yeah. so. Anyway, can you know that all As brings us everything. to number one. And that brings us number one. <laughs> who Cliff, could no, save us when things are falling apart? I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who. Lots of different creatures. Uh, frogs, bears, pigs, prawns, weird things. I'm talking the Muppets, Cliff. And what's weirder than just the Muppets? 
the Muppets in space. From space. From space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, see, that's they could do a pigs in space full length movie. Yes, they could. From I mean, Muppet Show. Look, uh, they could. They, they own could do Star Wars. They could, of course, they could do it all with C three PO and shit. They could do the phone book, Cliff, and we would love it. But, 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 but they all had their place in the world. Except for Gonzo. I've always wondered where I came from, who I am. Hey, Gonzo, don't you think you ought to take a little break? You're starting to freak out the neighbors. Now, he's about to find out he's not alone. I know where I come from! This movie was, you know, I think it's underrated as a Muppet oh, movie. It is. It's not, it's not talked about as much. It's not like available on other platforms, but it is just, I think, one of the best because I love that Gonzo is wanting to find his where he's from, and I just loved that backstory. Well, it's excellent, and it's one of those dream scenarios. It's where you see this and you think, I want to move in. Cause it's like they all, yes. all the Muppets, all live in a house together. Yeah, that's and, the dream. So and it's just so, it, yeah, it's fantastic. Again, it's you know uh, we're getting old, and we'll always have. You know, they can't take the other ones away from us, okay? <laughs> but we may never get new ones. Yada yada yada. But it's so good. It's, it's just a fantastic. It's funny. Put it on the list to watch funny. again. Funny all the way through, in, in, in the way things that sometimes that call themselves comedies these days are not. But it is, this one was funny all the way through, and as relevant today as any time because now they need to do a sequel, Muppets from Space Two. After all the, you know, Kendall will tell you about all the Area 51 and the government's acknowledgement of non-human creatures. Oh, it's a lot to lot to cover, lot to fit into a, just one movie. Let's hope it, you know. Well, any good movie today is part of a trilogy, so we'll, we'll need a trilogy of them. Gonna need a quick trilogy, Disney of pigs in space. <laughs> oh dear! Well, <laughs> we it turns out we couldn't find the rat that matched exactly, so we decided to tell Charles exactly what had happened, and I oh. think he took it pretty well, dear. He took it very well. He said he picked up uh, some pussycats at the truck stop today. I believe that's what he said. Something to that effect of picking up some pussies at the truck stop. So he seemed to take it very well, boys. Good news indeed. Well, that's just wonderful. That's wonderful. And the movies of 99 were wonderful. Uh Oh, they were so wonderful. All right. Well, guys, why don't you just walk us out of the booth here? <laughs> it's time to go. Okay, walk this way then, dear. <laughs> I had a co-host who sang to me an honest lullaby. Hi, 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 hi.
Thunder Plum. Thunder Plum. 